Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I'm one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammy. Hey, Cammy. Hey, Bryant. How's it going? You doing all right? I am super fantastic. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing okay. We're trucking along, getting into summer. School's out almost <laughs> for Kinley. So. School's out for summer. Yeah. Da, 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 da. No, we can't. We'll, we'll get sued. <laughs> Oh, Twisted Sister would be all over yeah, don't us, do that. right? <laughs> Another great. Uh, Cammy, we got a fun topic today on mystery. We're going into uh, it, it's hard to say the origin. I was about to say British islands, and that's that's probably the best way for this word. The, the will of the wisp is the topic today. So, you know, mystery every week we discuss, we give a story, and we just try and make ourselves a little smaller or smarter. <laughs> We try to dwarf ourselves. We try to we try to make the world smaller. That's what it is, you know. Yeah. See, I'm smart. But Cammy, why don't you go ahead and hit us with your story of the Will of the Wisp? Absolutely. So I used historydaily.org, Will of the Wisp, Deadly Fairy Lights. Will of the Scottish Isles was the village blacksmith. From a young age, he was known as a trickster and his parents sent him to learn a trade as soon as he was old enough to bang a hammer. Though he was a wonderful blacksmith, he often cheated his customers out of gold by using low-quality metals in his works. The men who came to him for arms would often have their swords break in battle, but they would not live to warn others, so Will made quite a fortune during his life. Upon his death, he hurried up the stairs to heaven, but Peter knew of his wickedness and told him there was no place for him there. The cunning man charmed the gatekeeper into giving him ten more years on earth to make it right, but as soon as he was back to the mortal plane, he continued wasting his years by hoarding more gold and offering more men to be taken by war. So when his ten years passed, God himself met Will at the gate and sent him back to earth as a spirit as punishment. The devil, seeing a kindred soul, but powerless against God's will, could not have let him into hell but gave him a single ember from the fires of damnation to keep him warm as he roamed the world. But Will could not change his path of treachery. He used his little light, dim like that of a dying lantern, to woo strangers deep into the night until they lost their way. Their bodies often found the next morning caught in the nearby bog, all seeming to have died of fright. Ah, that's great. You know, and that, Kimmy, your stories always do great because... I feel like I'm on an English, you know, assignment in high school where yeah, I have to analyze your story and like pull the extract the the themes and stuff, and that's it. That's that's like a big part of what it is. Yeah, the especially like the guiding and all that. Um, the will, the wisp. So this word really comes from uh, the the specific will o the wisp o apostrophe the wisp comes from the early 17th century, uh, thanks to Emma Online and Google's etymology uh, wrap-up, uh, comes from Will with the Wisp, which means a wisp was a handful of lighted hay. Okay. So I guess like if you needed a quick candle, a quick cheap candle, you'd be like, oi, get the wisp. That's how they talked back then. <laughs> they just and put it in their hand? Yeah. Like just Prometheus? Like, just <laughs> Yeah. Just get the wisp of a wisp of hay. And then that's how you like see around for five seconds. Of course, what these sort of things are, and I do have the the exact science behind it. I'll go. I'll finish with that. But um, 
it, it's these phenomenon that you can see sometimes, especially in swampy areas, where there'll be these kind of like lights, these little lights that are, are balls um, or, or round and small, and they kind of stick out there. Um, what's interesting in this, whenever you look this up in folklore, it's also called Ignis Fatus, uh, which is Latin for giddy flame. So that makes sense. You know, it's it's this flame that kind of, it, it's kind of talked about moving around, bouncing around. What's interesting though, the sources say that despite that this that being a very Latin name, there wasn't any ancient records or classical records that that talk about this. We might not have them, but it doesn't seem like it was important enough for them to to really talk about it. I, this is me talking. I think that it was a you know th- th- it's clear that this was this was a very big idea in the British Islands. There's lots of swamps and stuff like that there, and I'm because I'm talking about Scotland, Wales, um, Ireland, and they all have their own kind of versions. But they're those the British Islands have the most similar. And I think that it sort of was one of those medieval bestiary things, you know, where um, by the, you know, after the Romans left, like post like 6th century AD, everyone, the, the scholars are all learning Latin. And so I'm guessing because the, the another word that's used is that it's a foolish or silly or simple fire. So I'm thinking maybe they just kind of took the old English version and then translated it to Latin just to make it sound cool. So, but the the interesting thing, Ignis Fatus is, is something you will hear a lot, but it doesn't look like it has Latin origins. It looks like that was a, a, a added later. So that's just, just to kind of keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really wild. I, I do want to say when you said uh, bestiary, I was like, Candace, help me research this. <laughs> and oh. She was like, Will of the Wisp has a power of seven. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. It's chaotic evil. That's so funny. Is that like a D&D source? Yeah, it was like yeah. a D&D thing. It's like the so first yeah, the, the Will of the Wisp is definitely, I can't think of an RPG in particular, maybe like Final Fantasy, but yeah, it'll usually be like a little enemy or something like that. I'll, I'll, I was going to say this for the end, but this is a good segue. The Pokemon is, is the one that I really remember it being in. It's it's a move. It's an attack that Pokemon can learn. You know, Pokemon, there's, there's tons of different versions of them. They all have different types like fire and ice and ghost and the, the moves that they can use. And Will of the Wisp, I, I would see this when I was a kid. It just did not make sense, like seeing these words like this, but it's, it's a move that inflicts burn it's a, a status so uh, a pokemon will have it and they'll they'll be they'll take damage burn damage every now and then what's really cool i went on like the the wikipedia for um pokemon called bulbapedia and all the pokemon that that learn it i know like bulbasaur um yeah. all the pokemon that learn it are are mainly ghost types um pokemon or or in some cases fire ghosts but most of them are ghost types except for a couple others like um nine tails which is directly related to the nine-tailed fox which also that is a spirit exactly yeah all the pokemon that kind of uh, that that organically learn it because it looks like most fire types you can teach it to them like externally but pokemon will learn moves as they level up the ones that learn it are typically almost all of them are ghost types and that's the big thing here the 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 ghost lights, the the will of the wisp, it, it's always sort of attested to the these ideas of of death and being in swampy areas and the person who's who's using it, um, whether their name is Will or in many cases it's Jack in the British Islands, um, they're they're they are specifically using it. They're dead. They did something bad, and they got to guide people. And and because in some cases they're guiding people, uh, and it's good they're they're like go this way and in some cases it's bad there was a nice resource i didn't spend too much time on it It was pretty big it looks like it's from 
pit.edu i guess it's from a college but dl um, ashleman has this website I'll, I'll i've already included it in the the link so click this it's basically a a bunch of european will o the wisp and jack o lantern myth they're, they're kind of connected here and it talks about in ireland if you see it it's a bad sign in in like west ireland i think specifically is what he uses or what he takes from the sources and so uh it, it's really cool it, it can kind of be a good or a bad thing typically though the the person is is doomed to haunt the marshes for their misdeeds as cammy's story uh, explained that and whether it's malicious or not it's kind of up to you know how you feel about it so this is something also uh when wikipedia talks about british folklorist k.m briggs she was really important in british folklore in the 70s with kind of connecting and bringing this up down to to how we understand it so what's really cool it, this is kind of everywhere though and you have to imagine i mean there's swamps and, and similar conditions everywhere what's wild though in a lot of latin american countries they are specifically witches um brujas witches oh, wow. in mexico the sucoyant in um, trinidad and tobago that is a fireball witch so that's not quite latin america but it's still it, like a lot of these places it's a specific witch and and, and a fire witch at that too so, um, but yeah, in, in Colombia and a few other places, um, it's uh, a vicious grandmother who raised her grandchildren without morals. Don't do that. And they became, and the, the kids became thieves and murderers. So when you see the will of the wisp, you're like, Grammy, why you, why didn't you take care of them? There's a lot of other ones. There's even, um, in uh, Wikipedia talks about a swampy area of Massachusetts known as the Bridgewater Triangle has a, a folklore of ghostly orbs of light. So it has its own sort of local version of these. Um, and it, so I'll go to – it's a natural explanation here. It's the oxidation of phosphine, diphosphine, and methane. These compounds produced by organic decay – that's the key word – cause photon emissions. So dead things are, are in specific areas, and it's sort of a phenomenon, and then boom, you get little photon emissions, you know, which are totally fine. But it, that makes sense. It, it totally connects. There's there's a theme of death here, you know. You, and if you can you can imagine being like a peasant and you, you're in the swamp, you have to grab something from the swamp that you forgot or something, and you see a dead deer. <laughs> yeah, because you <laughs> you're just in the swamp. Stick there earlier. You see like a dead something or other in the corner, and that's already creeping you out. And then you see the will of the wisp, and you're like ah, and you run, and you're like Jack's here. That so yeah, it kind of adds to the whole like mystery of it all. So yeah, it's, it it seems the, the so specifically the will of the wisp, it's it's very British in origin. Wisp comes from hay that you light, uh, which I'm I assume it's for light, physical light, being able to see. The Roman or the Latin stuff kind of came later. We don't have Roman sources that that talk about this. Well, a lot of those places did um, communicate in Latin. So it was the language of the scholars. I mean, that's where you're mm -hmm. getting. It was the that. language of the scholars. Yeah. The, the bestiaries, all that. That's what you did. Um, and uh, oh, and one one big thing I didn't really touch on. I, I, we've done an episode on fairies and other kind of things like this before. But that's that's where the folklore is really attested to. In in fact, in that Pitt Edu source, um, they actually uh, point. Um, the Ashleman source, they point that it's it's in some cases it's a type of fairy. So you're seeing a, a, a subsect of the fairies right there. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. The, uh, another big theme, too, is the soul of unbaptized. That's another really big theme that goes oh, in several that, different yeah. places, whether it's Europe or Latin America. So that seems to be something. So, I, I mean, this is this is an organic thing that science can explain. It's natural. 
we've been able to observe it for hundreds of years. So it makes sense. And it just seems like the British islands have their own little version that kind of grew. And then, you know, how they love throwing Jack on myth things. We've talked a lot about a lot of Jacks on our show uh, of spring healed kinds and stuff like that. So this is just a really. So it's the lantern of Jack. Exactly. Yeah. One other thing, too, that was really cool. So Puck, Robin Goodfellow, Pixies and Fairies, that's actually Puka is an, a Welsh version of a ver- or variation, I should say, of this as well. And it's it's kind of Puka kind of looks like Puck. And so I thought that that was an interesting thing. That's that might be where we kind of get the name Puck in the fairy world is from this Welsh Puka, which can be spelled with Y's for okay. the O sound or O's. But if you kind of look at it. With the Y, you might think of it as Puck. You see where I'm going? Because like it'd be like P Y Y. I can't remember if it's K A or C. Oh, here it is. P or sorry, not Y W P W C A or P O O K A. But if you look at the P W C A, it's literally like Pucka. If you weren't paying attention to the W being like a U or something like that, so. Uh, it really, really cool. The Hitodama of Japan. There's a lot of different versions. I mean, there's uh, Chinese ver- variations that were observed in medieval texts. But the Hitodama in Japan, which is still like a very modern thing, um, is sort of its version. What's really wild, though, is there's like it's regional. There's Hitodama in cities. There's Hitodama in different places. They all have different names. And they also have some ancient sources or not ancient, but medieval and above sources that kind of talk about that. Yeah, just love it. The, India, all these different places have their own kind of variations and from Fireball, which is to, to it being the jack-o'-lantern where he puts the fire in a turnip or in a pumpkin, depending on where you are, and then uses it to light his way or to trick you and kill you. Who knows? What what have you done? Were you the grandma who didn't take care of her kids or not? But I think that about does it. Um Thank you so much, Cammie, for your story. This was a fun one to look at. I can't remember what even caused me. Oh, no, yeah. So, yeah, Hidodama and then looking that up, it's the, the Will of the Wisp. That's what kind of connected it there. We were going to start originally on just the Hidodama, but it, it really, Will of the Wisp phenomenon is, is the greater one, and it's kind of more focused there. It's a little simpler in Japanese um, folklore and stuff like that. But we hope you enjoyed this episode of Mystery. Please let us know if you have any subjects you'd like us to cover or topics we've got all of our links in our link tree in the description below but mystery our mystery at gmail.com myth story all one word story with an ie at the end of it uh, i still whenever i type it cami every now and then i'll put i'll, I'll mythoir I'll, I'll stick the i behind like flip the r in it and i'm like that's it's our french school. bureau <laughs> like that's <laughs> well yeah we you know we're loosely associated with mythoir well, thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, I think that's it. Cammy, you have any dad? Awesome. Well, everyone, we will see you next time. Oh, that's it. I'm here. Oh.